Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Uh, Very straightforward verses. Probably one of the most memorized uh, verses in the Bible, uh, whether in the church or uh, out of the church. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added uh, to you. Uh, Probably, again, one of the most memorized verses there is, one of the most familiar verses. Uh, But it is also, I believe, uh, probably the most significant verse uh, for uh, managing life uh, in the Bible. Uh, There are a lot of a lot of broad teaching about, obviously, uh, how to live life. But this one verse in a very uh, short, uh, condensed statement, I, I believe, is the, um, you know, if, if somebody said, uh, asked me that question, what, what scripture could I use uh, to manage my life? Well, again, there's, there are a lot of uh, passages I could, you know, you could mention. You could give them books. You could give me, oh, but if I could just give them one, this one verse, seek first uh, the kingdom of God uh, and his righteousness would be uh, the, the one verse I would hang uh, in front of uh, each of us. And uh, I don't know uh, about resolutions, uh, how many of us, uh, how many of you make resolutions, um, and, and I, to be honest with you, I don't know many people that actually do make uh, New Year's resolutions, uh, but you know, I do think most of us, as we go into a new year, um, we do kind of, we may not call them resolutions, uh, but we do kind of think about uh, how I'm going to do things different. Uh, you know, we do think about, well, I want to do this this coming year. Again, we may not call them resolutions, but uh, we do kind of think, well, I'm going to plot out a new course. I, I'm not going to make the same mistakes this year that I made last year, uh, those kinds of things. And so they may not be resolutions, but uh, for the sake of uh, discussion, I'm going to call it a resolution, and I'm going to call it a revolutionary uh, resolution, one that will transform uh, everything about our life is when we take this verse uh, and we put it in uh, to practice, when we actually uh, put it into use uh, and use it uh, to guide uh, our life. This verse, uh, as you look at it, is really uh, kind of the uh, opposite Uh, of verse 31 when he says, Do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? Uh, This is kind of the response uh, to that. Verse 31 is kind of the the negative. Uh, Don't do this. Verse 33 is the positive. Do this. Uh, That we seek first uh, the the kingdom uh, of God. And I'm going to take this verse this morning and, uh, and I just want to kind of break it down really uh, word for word uh, and just look at what each word uh, tells us. As we uh, look at this verse, the first thing we see is that there is a pursuit. He tells us to seek, to seek. Uh, and so that word seek is, uh, uh, is an interesting word. It is, uh, for one thing about that word, it is active, not passive. Uh, and by that it simply means uh, that we are continuing to seek. Uh, that uh, we are continuing uh, throughout our life uh, to seek something. We are, uh, we are looking. Uh, we have never... Uh, we never come to the place uh, where we have uh, arrived. We never come to the place uh, where we have uh, become all uh, that God wants us to be. We have never, uh, we never arrive 
at the point uh, where uh, you, you can say, well, I've got it. Uh, I love what uh, J.C. Penney said one time. said, show me uh, a stock clerk with a goal, and I'll show you a man that will make history. Show me a man with no goal, and I'll show you a stock clerk. Uh, you know, uh, that, that we're always uh, pursuing, we're always seeking, uh, as he tells us in this verse, uh, the kingdom, the righteousness uh, of God, that we uh, are continually uh, in our life uh, seeking. And that, uh, again, that word uh, seek, not only is it uh, not uh, a passive word, uh, but active word, uh, he tells us, uh, the, the word is, uh, again, a diligent search. Uh, you know, there, there are some things, uh, and probably all of us have been that way before, uh, you, you have uh, been looking for something. Uh, you know, say you're, uh, you know, say I'm, I'm looking for this ink pen. And I, it seemed like I begged this ink I got this ink pen from Melissa. Uh, that's what it was. If I lost this ink pen, uh, to be honest with you, um, I wouldn't look real hard because I've got other ink pens, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I appreciate the gift. It came in handy when I got it, and I came off again today and forgot my ink pen, so it was even handy today. But I'm going to be brutally honest with you. If I came in this morning and it wasn't here, I wouldn't have turned the building. You know, we wouldn't have held up the service while I hunted this ink pen. It just wasn't. It isn't that big a deal if I can't find this ink pen. On the other hand, um, if um, we, we were talking about this the other day, years ago, uh, when Malia was little, uh, Bobby's uh, daddy gave all our kids uh, a card with some money in it. And if, I believe it was $100 bills, if I remember right. And we got home, and Malia's $100 bill was not there. We, and we knew we'd only been between my mama's house and my house. And for those of you who don't know, we live beside of each other, so that wasn't but about, you know, 100, 150 foot. That $100 bill had to be somewhere between her house and our house, or in our house. You know, there just wasn't, and, you know, again, and it was $100. And so, you know, we tore, you know, we turned the world upside down. Uh, and of all things, we still don't know how it got there. My mama had a Christmas tree set up on her front porch. We finally found the $100 bill somehow hanging in the Christmas tree. Yeah, there's a difference in how you hunt for some things versus others. Yeah, I, I remember years ago, a friend of mine, uh, his little daughter got a hold of their car keys. And it was the only set they had. And they were gone. And I mean, we, I helped them. We tore that house. I mean, I cannot, and you know, sometime later, she come walking through the house with the car keys. You know, she knew exactly where she'd put them. You know, I don't know where in the world they'd been. We looked everywhere. You know, you, you know that some things you look for more diligently than others. Well, that's what this word seek that he uses uh, is saying. It's not a casual hunt. It's not a... Eh, if I find it, oh well. If I don't, oh well. You know, it is a, you know, it is a diligent search he's telling us to go on. That, that it should be uh, something that uh, is extremely important to us. And we see that uh, in the next word when he says, seek first. Seek first. And so there are priorities uh, that we need to place in our life. 
And I really believe this is really almost, uh, in many ways, kind of the fundamental truth uh, of this verse, or the foundational truth uh, of this verse, that we seek first the kingdom of God. Now, he just got done mentioning, as I said in verse 31, uh, about uh, drink and what we wear and what we eat, uh, all, all those things. Uh, again, if you back up in this passage, it's why are you anxious uh, about clothing, um, you know, why, uh, again, the next verse down here, why, what, don't worry about what you eat, don't worry about what you drink. Um, but he says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. What he's telling us is, is there are priorities in our life. He's not telling us to not seek money. He does, you know, look at that, read the chapter. He doesn't say don't seek food. He doesn't tell us don't seek uh, all those other things. But he says seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. See, what the problem with most of us is, is we're seeking first Fame, fortune, money, position at work. And, you know, we're thinking, well, somewhere down the road, when I get older, when I get retired, and I get everything else straightened out, then I'm going to take care of the spiritual. Now, what Jesus says is seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. That that is the priority. Then everything else will fall in line. Everything else will get in line. And here's the real key to that. You have to figure out those priorities ahead of time. You have to decide what is important to you, what is most important to you today. You can't wait till you're put in the position. Because you all know, just as well as I do, that we get in positions in life where we have to make a, a basically a split-second decision uh, of what we're going to do and how we're going to respond and how we're going to answer. Uh, we have to make a quick decision. Well, you don't have time then to say, hmm, what are my priorities? If we have decided, we have committed ourselves, and we have resolved to use the New, Te- New, New Year's Word, if we have resolved ourselves to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, then when we're put in a position where you may, uh, at work, may have the opportunity uh, to spread something slanderous uh, to get ahead in position at work, you don't have to sit down and scratch your head and wonder, now what am I going to do? Because you've already determined my priority is seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. You, you, you don't have to think through when you're put in a, a, a business decision. You know, uh, you know use uh, Tommy or Kenny, either one, got their own businesses. Uh, and, and certainly, I'm, I'm sure there are times uh, when they have been on jobs or been con- doing jobs where they could have said, well, you know, right here's a spot I could use a little cheaper material or cut a corner and I could make some extra money and nobody would ever know. I know I bid on this job, but I'll cut this corner and I'll make a little extra money and nobody will know. And do I, should I do that or not? You you don't wait till you're in that position. You decide up front, I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And then when those decisions come along, you already got them figured out. You don't have to think them through. And so he says, seek first. And so we need to decide what our priorities are. 
Well, what, what is most important? Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Well, there's number one. And I'm going to be pretty honest with you. You know, after that, you can pretty well, if you get that one right, you know, if you get that one right, you'll be surprised at how easy the rest of them start plugging in. You know, uh, it's like, uh, you know, the puzzle I've told you about before that I had, it had, they were like little blue, uh, like, uh, nuts that, you know, had the six sides on them, whatever, with numbers around them, and you had to put them in, in this little thing, and you had to match the numbers up around. And I figured out real quick, the secret to it was, you had to get the right one in the center. We've talked about this. If I could find that thing, I'd bring it and say, oh, I wouldn't think I was crazy. Uh, you know, if, you know, if you didn't have the right one in the middle, it didn't matter what else you did. Yeah. You, 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 you know, you'd get them all done, but the last one wouldn't fit. The right one had to be in the middle. And so I flipped it over and took a pencil and marked it so I'd know which one belonged in the middle. Made the puzzle much easier. Yeah. Made it much simpler. I want to tell you something. Flip it over and mark it. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and you'll find out it makes life much easier. You'll find out that it makes things much simpler to have the right priorities. Then you see the purpose. He says, seek first what? He tells us what our priority is. I guess he knew we wasn't smart enough to figure it out on our own, that we'd have been putting money or fame or family. and, And again, nothing wrong with any of those things. Put them wherever you want to in two through five. But number one, he says, is seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. Now, what does he mean by kingdom? Now, most of us, you know, I don't know of anybody here who's ever lived in a kingdom. Um, but, but we don't live in a kingdom here. Maybe there's some politicians that need to be told that, but we don't live in a kingdom. But what he means by seek first the kingdom, when he says kingdom, he's talking about the influence of the king. And again, I've never been there, I haven't lived there, don't want to go, not on my bucket list of things to go, but England. I do know this from seeing on television and hearing stories, the queen has a huge influence on that country. She has a huge influence on that country. You know, you don't believe it. I mean, you know, she's what? She's somewhere around 100 years old. Most of us will probably, if everything, you know, you never know, but we will probably, most everybody in this room will probably outlive the Queen of England. If you don't believe she has an influence, you wait until she dies and you watch the funeral they put on when she died. You ever seen any of her kids or grandkids get married? It's like the whole world comes to a stop. Yeah. They, I mean, everything revolves around, you know, around her and her, you know, her whims and fancies. You know. and, and what he's saying when he says that we seek first the kingdom is the influence of God in our life. The flavor of God in our life. Really, I really hate this parallel, but I'm going to use it anyway because it's something I think most of us... I really hate to compare God to salt. Okay? But you ever... You know as well as I do, salt... You, you salt something, and it will flavor everything. Yeah. If you get enough salt, it will overpower the flavor of whatever it is you put it on. 
Well, that's what he means when he says, seek first the kingdom. Seek first. Let our priority be putting God, let Him flavor, let Him influence everything we do. Let Him influence every decision that we make. Let Him be part of every choice, every decision, every influence, uh, every decision that we make, um, that we are seeking first His influence. His influence. And and, and that's a real challenging question for us that, that I think we need to struggle with, is can the folks we work with, can our neighbors, can our family see the influence of the kingdom of God in how we live? Can, can, our, can our contacts see the influence of God in how we live? Think about that for a moment. You take and you put someone, um, you know, you bring someone from up north down south, and they live here and they stay here for several years. When they go back home up north, people ask them, what you, you talk funny. Yeah. You know what will happen to them. They'll start saying, if they're here long enough, they'll eventually start saying, y'all. Yeah. They'll start eating grits. They'll come to their senses and get things right if they stay here long enough. Yeah. And then when they go up north, people will be able to see the influence that the South has had. Vice versa, it works the same way. One of us moved up north. We, we, the, the, their, their lifestyle would influence us. Are y'all discussing how much Miranda's become South? Okay, I thought so. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. But, you know, if you, if you went to somewhere you, and you, then you went back home, they would see the influence. Can our closest friends see the influence of the kingdom of God in our life. Each person in this room, the family you came from, you have, it influenced how you make decisions. It influenced what you eat. It's funny to me uh, to go to a different church. And, and one that sticks in my mind, we sang it this morning, is How Great Thou Art. Several years ago, we were having a joint service with Rock Hill over here, and we were going to sing How Great Thou Art. We got over there. It's not in their book. They don't sing it. Evidently. You know, it, it, it's amazing, but even more. I can go from Baptist church to Baptist church and listen, and you say, well, let, can, let's sing this song. I don't know that song here. We don't sing that song. We never heard of that one. Yeah. You know, but you know, where I came from, we sang it you know, every other week or so. Yeah. And, but the, your, it has an influence. It's the kingdom of God. The priority we place on the kingdom of God is it showing, is it having an influence in our life. Listen, you want to make a revolutionary resolution. There it is. That I want... This year, the kingdom of God, the influence of the kingdom of God to be visible in my life. 
I want the people I come in contact with, if it's just the cashier at the grocery store, if it's the teller at the bank, whoever it is, I want them to recognize that the kingdom of God is a priority to me. And it's influencing my life. Seek first the kingdom of God. You see His priority. But you see then the personal. You see the personal. He says, and the righteousness. Seek first the kingdom of God and the righteousness. The best way I can distinguish between those two for you is seeking first the kingdom of God is external. The world is going to see that influence. And the righteousness is internal. That we have made a resolution, again, that, that uh, again, uh, that those internal priorities, what matters to me, what is most important to me, those are internal. And I've told you before, the word righteousness, the simplest way to define righteousness is doing what is right. It becomes a priority in my life to do what is right. Not right by the world's standards. That's why he said, I believe that's the reason he didn't say seek first the righteousness and the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom and the righteousness. Because there, there are a lot of people, you can go out in the world and you can get a lot of different definitions of what is right. But what is right in the kingdom is a different animal. I mentioned a while ago uh, England and the Queen. I, I was reading something a while back, I don't know where, uh, where I saw it, but it was telling about how uh, the, all, all the little things, the little idiosyncrasies of the Queen. There are certain things that her family is not allowed to do in her presence. Um, if I remember right, one of them was when she picks up her purse, that tells her people, I'm out of here. You know, come get me. we got to go. You know, I've had all this crowd. I can stand. You know, and they, you know, but there, there are a lot of, you know, she's got, I think one of them is she can't chew chewing gum in her presence. Um, you know, she's got a lot of little, you know, things about that she's made, you know, rules. She's got rules about the ladies in the royal, in the family, that how long their dresses have got to be. And, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of rules she's got in the queendom. I guess that's what you call it when it's a queen. You know, uh, you know, she's got all kinds of rules about what's right in the queendom. And so here he's saying we seek righteousness according to the kingdom. Not right in my mind, not right according to popular thought, not right in the world's eyes, but what is right in the kingdom? That's a priority. should be. It's a revolutionary priority that changes our life. But then I want you to see the promise. Why in the world would we do this? Why in the world would we forsake seeking fame, fortune, money, food, clothes, and put first the kingdom and the righteousness? Well, look what he says. He says, and all these things shall be added to you. All what things? What, what things is he saying shall be added? 
All those things he told us not to worry about. All those things that he told us not to focus on. Clothing. Uh, you know, why, why uh, you know, look at the birds. They don't sow or reap. If you go, don't be anxious about your life, what you'll eat, what you'll drink, uh, what you'll put on. Uh, look at the birds of the air. Uh, he goes on and says, uh, can you add a day, an hour uh, to your life? Why are you anxious about clothing? Um, you know, he goes on, uh, you know, clothing, uh, you know, what shall we eat, what shall we drink, what shall we wear? That's what he's talking about. A little child, a toddler, they don't think about where the next meal's coming from. They don't concern themselves with whether or not there's money in the bank account. They don't concern themselves with whether there's any food in the cabinet or food in the refrigerator. They just simply believe. Mama and Daddy will make sure I eat. That's the way a child thinks. A small child doesn't worry about clothing. They don't think about it. They don't worry about it. You don't believe it. Look how they treat it. Where's your coat? I don't know. Yeah, you know, they don't think about it. Lost my coat. I'm gonna get me another one. And they, you know, I mean, that's just the way they think. They don't prioritize those things, but they do want to know where mom and daddy is. You ever seen a child get lost in a store? That child will be going nuts looking for mom and daddy. Listen, as children of God. He tells us to be like a child. And I don't worry about where that next meal's coming from. I don't worry about where my clothes are coming from. I don't worry about how those things are. Now, I'm not telling you I do that. I'm telling you that's what he te- that's how he wants us to live. I'm wor- you know, I-, I mentioned last week about Larry. He's still working on me. He's still working on me too. Yeah. But I'm telling you what the goal is, is that I learn to put all those things in his hand And I focus myself on one priority, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That those around me will see the influence of the kingdom of God in my life. That I don't have to go tell them and say, hey, I'm a Christian. I don't have to put a tag on my car or a fish on my bumper but just interacting and dealing with us. They should see what our priority is. And that our priority is that we are influenced by the kingdom of God, seeking His righteousness, seeking to do what is right in the kingdom. I want to ask you to bow your head this morning. online, all over this building. 
there's not a person in the sound of my voice who doesn't need to determine that in this coming year, I want to seek first the kingdom of God. I want to have the influence of God. I want others to see the influence of God in my life. You can resolve to lose weight. You can resolve to get a new job. You, all those other things. Put them in... Put, plug those in, two through ten, wherever you want to put them. But number one, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Would you do that this morning? Bow where you are, come and kneel. In my business dealings, in my family, I want those around me to see the influence of God in my life. How he's changing me making me into a new creature. Father, we thank you this morning for your word. God, I ask you to use it today to change our hearts, to change our lives, to change our, our year, to make us different. God, I pray, Lord, that you'll touch hearts. God, if there's one here today that doesn't know Christ as their Savior, God, today would be the day that put him first. They've been putting him off pushing him down the road, saying, I'll do it someday. But today is the day of salvation. God, would you stir our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As we stand together.